today is a special day. Tell someone today is a special day. Yes, we have a special guest speaker. Hey, she has traveled, she has driven, she has she has flown, she has prayed. One thing I know about this woman, she can pray. Hey, and she's a mother. I call her mama because she is a real mother. She's from South Africa. She has been my friend. We pray with her almost every morning. And I have seen God. I, she's one of those eh, that can prophesy even she, when she's eating food. Yes, yes. So, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10 verse 41 that he who welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward and he who receives a righteous man in a righteous man's reward in a righteous a shall receive a righteous man's reward the same way when we receive a friend, you receive a friend's reward. So one, today we have a righteous man in the house. We also have a prophet in the house. So if you're still sitting, I want you to rise up on your feet and let's welcome Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for this time. I'm not taking this time for granted. You knew about this day before you put me on my mother's womb that I'll be in this beautiful place, the, the country, the nation of pearls. I'm here in Uganda for your will. And I pray that only your will shall be done for you have made me a vessel for this season in the mighty name of Jesus so that, Lord, your glory can be seen. I thank you, Father, because you are a wonderful Father. We were worshiping before you here and we felt the manifest presence of God. We thank you for the wonderful people here, the leaders, oh, Father, of this church. Lord, I thank you for them. Dr. Alex and Pastor Faith, thank you, Father God, for the connections. I don't take this for granted. I thank you for everyone who is watching this city church TV, that, Lord, at the end of this all will never be the same by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! excited this morning God is faithful God is wonderful so the series that uh, you mentioned about this will be my introduction I'm just a village girl from South Africa <laughs> but God the spirit of the Lord has led me through the wilderness to make me Learn, learn prayer. I didn't know how, where we were churching long time ago, 
We didn't, we were not taught about prayer. The pastor will just pray and preach and we are out. At the end, we just pray the Lord's prayer without understanding. But I'm saying, God is faithful. We need God like never before in this season because we are living in disparate times, evil times, painful times, times where we find ourselves in the mud and we are wading through the mud and there is resistance because of the mud. But God is expecting us to wade through the mud and waters through prayer. Not ordinary prayer. Effective prayer. Fervent prayer. Praying like warriors. Knowing that we can declare and decree and it shall be established for us. Because it is important to note you need to have confidence. Confidence to enter in the presence of God because if you are not there, you'll get nothing. We need to get in and it is simple because Jesus broke the curtain. His flesh was torn for us to get there ourselves without going through any other person because Jesus paved the way for us. So this morning, I'm saying South Africa is loving you. They are waiting for you on that conference of women. It will never be the same again. And I'm saying you are welcome. And from my husband of 39 years and my children and my six grandchildren, we are saying we love you. Hallelujah. Prayer should be an enjoying thing to do. I heard you mentioning about the fasting prayer. 21 days is not a child's play. But you need to think beyond the, the hunger and, and, and see God in action and see what is going to happen after that prayer and in the middle of, of prayer because God is faithful. The Bible says, before you thought or you think of praying, I heard you already. So we are blessed. Hallelujah. James 5.13 spoke about something that prayer has a purpose. He starts by saying, is any among you afflicted? Right? You, you already have a clue that when you are afflicted, you need to go to God. You need to get into prayer. Is anybody joyful? Sing psalms in prayer. You do anything in prayer. Whether it's tough, whether you feel like you are in prison, whether you are sick, whether you are rejoicing, excited, come to God and pray. This is very simple because Jesus is our role model. If we study the life of Jesus relating to prayer in the Gospels, you'll be amazed what kind of God he is. He came as God, never claimed to be God because he's a child of God and he's also God the Son. But prayer, prayer for him was amazing. He lived prayer. He, he always wanted to commune with the Father. He will go to the mountains. Can you believe? Every night when he's done working, he's in the mountain. Pray 
praying until the next day. And when he comes in the morning, the demons will fly away. They will not come near him because they'll start to, they'll start to manifest because he was speaking with his father and the father tells him what to do, what he will see in the morning, what will happen, what will come first and what will come. He knew in advance. And it's painful even for us preachers of the word of God or the fivefold ministry that we start to do things without getting direction from the father. And it's a pity that will mislead a lot of people. Hallelujah. There's a, I'll give you... Um, a few examples of what Jesus did because he was continually in a prayer mode. I don't think there's been a, pe a person like Jesus who was continually in a prayer mode. He will go and make important decisions only after he has prayed. In, 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 Math, in Luke 6, 12 and 13, we learn that he went to the mountain alone because he wanted to make important decisions he wanted to get the people he wanted to work with. Out of many, many disciples, he chose only 12 apostles after he has prayed. So prayer is important for important decisions. You cannot just take decisions like a foolish person. You need to go before God and say, Lord, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Do you think we know what to do? No. It's not about education. It's about the knowledge from above. The Bible is very clear that Jesus also taught his disciples. That's why you did well to make sure that there are this series in the church about principles of prayer and practice. He taught them. Hallelujah. In Luke 18.1, he says men ought to pray, right? And not lose heart. Because he knew there are things that will go through in life. In chapter 17, verse 1, he speaks of obstacles, offenses, trials, temptations are bound to come. You can imagine if you are facing disaster after disaster and you are not a prayerful person, you will die. Hallelujah. And the other thing that is important, I take it as an important principle, is that you must have, have an, a heart of forgiving before you enter into the presence of God. Do you hear me? You need to forgive because you cannot enter and pray without forgiving someone. Because Jesus says, even when you stand praying, forgive somebody. If you are angry about someone who has done something bad to you, but he says, stop, stop. Forgive the person and continue with the prayer. Drop the issue and let go. This is in Mark eleven twenty-five. Hallelujah. I am excited today. We all know that we must pray to the Father. He's our Father who art in heaven. When Jesus was teaching the model prayer, he starts by saying, Our Father who art in heaven. When when Paul was preaching in his epistles, who'll say, the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This shows that you must know the addressee as you pray. We are addressing our prayers to our Father. And Jesus himself will say, pray to the Father in my name and whatever you need, I will give you if you believe. 
and we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't forget God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are one. So when we pray, we must understand who is our Father, the one who is seated on the throne, the one who is omnipresent everywhere, the one who is omniscient, knowledgeable. There's nothing that comes to him by surprise. <laughs> the one who is powerful, omnipotent, the one who was there before the beginning, in the beginning, and even now and forevermore. I'm talking about eternity. So when we pray, we must come knowing we are talking to our Father and our Father who loves us. You see, the devil makes sure when you go to the Father, he will remind you all the things that you have done before you prayed. That's why you must come with a repentant heart. That's another important principle. Your heart must be ready to say, Lord, I thank you for Jesus who have forgiven my sins. You have searched my heart. Holy Spirit, remove everything that is not of you inside me. So that when I go there, the accuser, the devil, our enemy, will not accuse us. Because that is his job. He can come before God and say, why are you blessing City Church? They have done one, two, and one, two, and one, two. And the Holy Spirit will be there. I know them. I allow them to go through that stage. For my glory. They will say, ah, they have gone through the wilderness. That is what the devil accuses me of. She's going through the wilderness because she's not good enough. I stand and tell the devil, you don't know who I am. I'm the child of the Most High God. I'm loved by God. He knows me. I don't want to be approved by anybody. The devil can come and say, one, two, three. Your children, one, two, three. These, one, two, three. I'll stand and say, we are the children of the Most High God who loves us and who covers us all the time. Even in the time of, of the wilderness, we are covered because the Bible says Jesus was led to the wilderness to be tempted. Hallelujah. So that's why we need to know prayer principles and how to practice those principles. We need to pray in the fullness of faith. Fullness of faith. Hebrews 11, 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. How do you go there without faith? You just be saying whatever you are saying and wasting time in fasting and, and, and praying. Without faith, remember when God said, Let there be, let there be, He was declaring. Knowing that when he speaks, things happen. And when you come before God, hey God, you don't know what they're doing to me. They don't love me at church. They hate me. Even at work, they don't love me. And you are praying the wrong prayers. It's like you are praying to the devil and you have become the devil's prophet. Because you speak things that are not founded in the word. God, you don't see how they hate me. You don't see how my husband hates me. 
They don't see me. The, 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 the worshipers that I worship with, they don't like me and they don't like it when I start the song. And I'm the only one who can sing better. Hey! Hey! Be cool there. Be cool there. Whether you're just standing here and you're just doing like this before God, you're worshiping inside of you. Because worshiping is not entertainment. It's your heart. So people fight for no apparent reason because of lack of prayer. Jesus Christ. The Bible says, I love Matthew 21, 21. Jesus replied, listen to the truth. If you have no doubt of God's power, do you hear me? If we have got no doubt of God's power and speak of faithfulness, you can be the one who speaks to a tree and it will wither away. Can you imagine? Even more than that, you could say to this mountain, be lifted up and be thrown into the sea. You know the verse. And it will be done. It will be done. Everything you pray with the fullness of faith, you receive. I've been praying for years. I've been praying for that. God is not listening to me. You are still a prophet of the devil. You are, you are accusing God for the things we don't do right. God is our loving father. He listens to our prayer. That's when, when Jesus rejoices when he's praying. He says, I know you have heard me because you always hear my prayers. Because he understood his position. The other principle is remind God of his promises. How often do we pray our own things? And not the things that are written in the word. The example is when Jesus was tempted. He was declaring and declaring his prayer. It is written. You know, when you are praying and you are saying, even though I am in this sickness, it is written that by his stripes I am healed and therefore I declare that I am healed because the word of God tells me so. And you move even in that pain, but you move glorifying God. I have declared it and it shall be established. The Bible in Isaiah 62 6 to 7, I love it because God was saying, uh, telling the, 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 the prophet Isaiah, I set watchmen upon your walls, O Jerusalem, who will never hold their peace day or night. Who will never hold their peace day and night. You who are his servants by your prayers, you see, by your prayers. Lord in remembrance of his promises. Do you think God does not know his word? But he loves it as we are his children to remind him what he has spoken in his word. We complain that God is not hearing us. It's because we are not reminding him of his promises. Because the word of God is an indispensable critical crucial weapon in your life 
Without the word of God, prayers will be difficult. You know, in Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is living and active and full of power. Making it operative and energizing and effective. Don't you think in your prayer you need the word of God? Because the word of God is, is life. Bread of life. The word of God is everything. Hallelujah. So when you are engaging in prayer, remind God of his promises. We know that the word of God is fire. Jeremiah 23, 29. Like hammer. So when you are praying as a warrior, you stand, you hammer the strongholds of the enemy. You hammer everything that the devil is saying against you. You hammer. And that word is fire. So who is the devil before you? Oh man. What kind of mountain of obstacle will harm you? Ah, when you have got the word of God. The other important thing that I must speak before I finish is to give a voice to the word of God. Don't just say a word. Give it a voice. Ask me why. In Psalms 103.20, the Bible says, Bless the Lord, you angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Heeding, listening to the voice of his word. They do the word of God, but they heed to the voice of his word. Angels, of course, they execute the word. They listen intently to the voice of the word to do it. So if you are not giving a voice to the word, you're not praying correctly. Give a voice. Give a voice. <laughs> so then you'll see the angels respond. If you remember the, the prayer of, of Daniel, it made the angel to come from God because he was speaking something, giving a voice. He was reminding God we are here because you told us we'll be here because we don't listen to you. We don't obey. Now we are in a foreign land and all that. that because he was giving a voice to the word of God, the angel had to come. The first day he prayed. Hallelujah. The other thing that I love in Psalms 34 verse 7, it says God's angel set up a circle of protection around us while we pray. So don't think angels are just moving around if you, the, you are not, if you are not, you, if you are not praying. When you pray, they come and protect you. They come and protect, they make a circle. Hallelujah. God is good. The other thing is that you must pray in the spirit because we don't know how to pray. You can imagine without the Holy Spirit being recognized inside you as your God here. God the Father and God the Son are on their thrones. It's God the Holy Spirit in here who dwells in us. Christians forget that we move around. We move, we move with the God inside us. You leave him there as if he's not inside you and you want to pray. The devil will kick you. The famous verse Romans 8:26, we do not know. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us within groanings, with groanings, and these groanings cannot be uttered. We need the Holy Spirit. Have you seen when you are very angry? 
and you don't know what to pray, just switch into tongues. Because the Spirit, the spirit understands the will of God. So there are people who love. Paul says, ah, yes, I love to pray too much in the Spirit and there's no one who can pray in tongues like me. And then he says, but I also pray when I understand myself using my mind. But there are situations that when you find yourself in the dungeon, you need to go in the spirit. You can declare whatever you're declaring and go to the spirit. Hallelujah. God is faithful. I've told you about declaring and decreeing. I'm going to conclude. In Luke 1 verse, Luke 10 verse 21, we know that Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Why are we not rejoicing? Have you seen angry Africans like me? How they pray angrily like they are praying to the devil. And they want to hit the devil. Why are you not rejoicing? Because he fights our battles. We are not fighting physical. Do you think even if you do a fist and punch the air, you are... You cannot. The devil is a spirit. Hallelujah. So as I conclude, I want you to understand prayers of authority. Do you know what happened in the book of Joshua 10, 12 to 14? I'll paraphrase. This man has boldness. He's standing in front of his troops. God said, I've given the Amorites in your hands. But listen to what he says from verse 12. Before the children of Israel. And he said, Son, stand still over Gibeon. And moon in the valley of Ajalon. The Bible says everything stood still because of the voice of men. And the Bible says that was the time when God, I, I, it, God listened to and he heeded to the voice of men, not the voice of his word. Do you see the difference? Can you imagine the, ro the rain-stopping prayer of Elijah who was like men, me and you, human, natural like you and me, but he spoke and said, as the Lord of God Israel, of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain these years except at my word. We have got the authority. We have got the authority. We have got authority. Use the authority that God gave you. There are a lot of principles that, that we can talk about. But the Spirit, the Word, God the Father, the Word is Jesus. We, if we don't use His armor, our prayers will not be fruitful. As you are singing low, can I pray for the nation? Can I pray for the people who are watching by the power and the authority that Jesus gave us? When he gave the authority, he said, I give you the authority. But in verse 22, he's saying, Lord, I'm thanking from 21. I'm thanking you for what you have done. For the revelation of the authority because the authority is the revelation. Father, I pray in the power